0: Hello and welcome to episode 113 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me, as always, the duke to my spook, it's Mr. FP.
1: Do you know what? I knew that was going to be the intro. Did you? Yeah, because that's exactly what I would have used.
0: Or it could have been the fang to my bang, the blood to my shed, you know. Yeah. It could go on. But duke to spook. I just, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're not the duke of spook, but that's who we're talking about, so... Anywho, yes, if you've not already guessed, today's episode is a Wednesday 13 special. What else can you do for episode 113?
1: Yeah, I can't believe we've got 113 episodes in and haven't done this already.
0: No, we did start out doing specials, didn't we, last year with Placebo and then other stuff does come up, I guess. So we thought, what better a time than now? And quite timely because he's just announced a UK tour for later this year.
1: Yes, and I can't wait.
0: So Wednesday thirteen, celebrating the twenty-one year anniversary of Murder Dolls, which is quite exciting as well. It makes me feel old. Makes me feel very old. But so yeah, that's just made it a bit more fitting, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, perfect timing. And we're going to the Rock City one.
0: Yes, we are.
1: So I can't wait for that. Be interesting to see because we were surprised it was at Rock City and not at the Rescue Rooms.
0: Last time we played Rock City, it. Wasn't particularly full. Or well, last time we went when he played there, which I think was the last time he played there in 2013.
1: And we were downstairs, I think.
0: We were. I don't know if the balcony was open or not. We hadn't become balcony dwellers then. <laughs> but then last time it was at Rescue Rooms and he sold out. So, you know.
1: There must be demand there. I think. So I imagine it's just going to be bottom half there.
0: Yeah, I think this one could be a lot busier anyway just given it's got the murder dolls tying as well on this one yeah people know what they're getting and i've seen a lot of people excited for it but anyway aside we'll talk about the music of mr 13 yeah so yeah we are gonna be mainly focusing on the nine studio albums of wednesday 13 so we're not including murder dolls
1: compilations
0: compilations eps live albums or Gunfire 76, or Bourbon, Bourbon Crobe. But there could potentially be a part two to this that includes the things of Wednesday 13 that is not the solo albums. Frankenstein Drag Queens. Frankenstein gra- 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 Quack queens Quack queens. queens. <laughs> Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. But yeah, I think we've probably got enough for another episode. Yeah, I think so. Because nine studio albums in itself is plenty. So, in the similar style to how we did the placebo one, I think we're just going to talk about each album in chronological order, Yeah, mention our fave tracks, and then at the end we're going to do a ranking, mm-hmm. yep. and any other, I guess, stuff that Note. comes up as we go, really.
1: So I think before we start, we should probably tell people or give people an idea of the kind of music it is. Yeah, I
0: suppose. For people who don't who know,
1: don't know Wednesday we, 13th. Yeah,
0: I suppose I guess we could say, obviously, if you're not a fan of Wednesday, then... This episode may you? not be for you. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, so you know, obviously, if you are a fan of Wednesday, then when we do our rankings, we'd love to hear yours. So let us know.
1: So how would you describe um, Wednesday?
0: Horror punk, heavy rock.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that pretty
1: much sums it up. That's why would I was be my description. Say,
0: yeah. I think horror punk is the general consensus, is isn't is it? The
1: term, yeah.
0: Along the lines of maybe a heavier Misfits or a, a later Misfits.
1: Yeah, a, he- a very heavy Alice Cooper.
0: Yeah, there's definitely vibes of Alice Cooper in there. Yeah. All the good stuff. And just for context, I guess, we did mention this in our Love at First Fright, episode one, I think it was, Yeah, that we have loved Wednesday since the beginning. Yeah. Obviously stole the title of that from him. <laughs> um, So for me, back in the murder dolls days.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: Just came across him randomly via dear joey and his side project which was murder dolls and then obviously was a fan of murder dolls and then obviously wednesday went off and became wednesday
1: yeah and also i kind of backtrack to frankenstein drag queens as well
0: same yeah i remember probably around the time when the first murder dolls album came out i went and acquired i think about three drag queens albums hmm. well all three i think they really did i think three, they did they they three know, yeah. Yeah. yeah and Obviously, a lot of the Murder Doll songs came from there.
1: Yeah, exactly, so. yeah.
0: Anywho, so yeah, fan since the beginning. We've seen him live nine times as Wednesday. Yeah. We counted up the other day. We thought it was more, but I don't think it is. And then I saw the Murder Dolls twice as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't get to see Murder Dolls, which, is un- which always annoys me.
0: But you will get to see Wednesday I will get Nerd to see Wednesday this year, liberals, yeah. which will be our 10th time seeing him as Wednesday. And I think probably our most seen person artist
1: yeah i think and, it is yeah i think it's tight at the top but i think wednesday is really the, the most
0: and we have both got a wednesday 13 tattoo. we have yeah just to prove that <laughs> of. yeah lo-
1: we've got two different wednesday 13 tattoos in different places but
0: and quite a collection of merch
1: oh i've got so much merch
0: helped because he did actually do a big sale on merch last year <laughs> it, <laughs> we did yeah get quite a few bits
1: yeah i mean i've had pretty much every tour T-shirt apart from the last one because they sold out of my size.
0: Yeah, and I was missing a couple, but they were actually selling them off at the last (laughs) show, so I picked those up. Very sad that I've not got my old murdered old T-shirt anymore. Don't know where that went.
1: Yeah, and I'm missing my Transylvania
0: 90210 and Fang Bang T-shirts. Yeah, I think I've got one of those at least somewhere, but it's gone into the ether that holds... Other t-shirts that I've lost over the years. So anyway, yeah, safe to say, we are big fans, but which is our favourite album? Because neither of us knows each other's yet.
1: No, I'm, I'm intrigued. Hmm. So let's start with the first one man. Transylvania 90210, Songs of Death, Dying and the Dead.
0: 2005, this came out.
1: Yeah, and the amount of film references in this one are ridiculous.
0: It's just full of them really, isn't it?
1: Well, Post Mortem Boredom... References Last House on the Left, yeah, which is a horror film from 72. Mm-hmm. And you've got uh, I Walk with a Zombie. In the video for that, it actually uses the footage of um, Night of the Living Dead. Yes, it does. The Romero original black and white one. Because yeah. I think that was available for free license, wasn't it? I think. Because the yeah. limits had expired on it.
0: Yeah, I love that video.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favourites. Uh, House by the Cemetery. Yeah. The Fulci film.
0: Says what it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: And yeah, this, this is just kind of like packed with stuff like that, and it's an absolutely incredible debut album.
0: Yeah, obviously, Ghost of Vincent Price. We oh, yes. have an ode to the man himself. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's just full of probably my favourite songs. I think over as individual tracks, I think yeah. they're definitely some of my favourites.
1: Yeah, and it's weird that there's other things like God is a lie, which I think kind of shapes some of the later albums.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. It's got that darker. It's that darker, slower it, element. Slower, less punky.
1: And it's also got uh, my all-time favourite Christmas song on it.
0: Yeah, that is my one issue with this album. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: the, the Christmas song at the end, near it, the end.
0: It is, yeah, it's not even like, if it was tagged on at the end, like a bonus track or something, it's just there in the middle. It, it, and it
1: is random.
0: Between January and November, I have to skip it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's track 10 of about 13 tracks, I think.
0: Yeah, when I was listening to it a few days ago, because we both re-listened to everything, haven't we? I was like, I'm not listening to this one in January.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you want an alternative Christmas song, that is the alternative Christmas song.
0: It's on my Christmas playlist.
1: Uh, oh, Transylvania 90210. By the way,
0: yeah,
1: I think should be that song should be used for a TV show called Transylvania 90210.
0: I think there should be one, you know, on the lines of the monsters, that kind of yeah. Adam it's family. kind of like
1: monsters reboot.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised Wednesday's not done anything like that. Because he's done his whole like Wednesday, Wednesday's World thing. Yeah. Like, with Patreon and stuff. So what are your favourite tracks on that album?
1: My favourite tracks on this, I Walk with a Zombie.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Bad Things. Yeah. Which is amazingly caustic and it's got so many funny lines in it. <laughs> I'm gonna say House by the Cemetery, mm. Transylvania 90210. Buried by Christmas. I pretty much love most of the tracks on this. To Same.
0: I struggled to narrow it down, but I've wrote different ones to you. Have you finished yours? Yeah. Yeah. Bats Dragged In. Yeah. Even if it's just for the orf, orf.
1: Oh, oh yes.
0: <laughs> Zombie, obviously. Yeah. I walked with. Um, Bad Things, because, yeah, it's yeah. just a tune. God Is A Lie. Mm-hmm. Haunt Me, I like, but I prefer the acoustic version. But I just wanted to make I know, sure. Yeah, that. I know what you mean. There is some litter throughout that I know we're not specifically talking about the acoustic album, but there's just something better about those versions <laughs> for me.
1: Yeah. Than, I, I, it makes
0: sense that he's done them as acoustics. Yeah. Ghost um, of Vincent Price as well. Yeah. It's, moving on to album number two, then is The Fang to My Bang. Bang Bang. 2006. So we didn't have to wait long for album number no, two.
1: No, it was only a year. Yeah. So it really knocked it out.
0: So for me, this carried on very much in a similar vein to Transylvania.
1: Yeah, I think this is like, he's very good at kind of parodying lyrics or, you know, kind of making lyrics work that shouldn't work yeah. and that kind of make you laugh and enjoy it at the same time. I think this is some of the best lyrical work that he did.
0: I was just going to say, I don't think he gets enough credit for the lyrics that he writes yes. and the twist that he puts on things. Like you say, he makes things work that shouldn't.
1: Yeah, and he, this is... a. A little bit more of a glam album compared to the first one, I think.
0: Yeah, almost a bit more. I don't want to say poppy, but some of the tracks are more. What's the word?
1: Catchy, catchy, yeah. yeah. And the titles in this are absolute genius. Yeah. So first track, more than words. Yeah. You, you really can't, really can't beat that. Mm. I actually, I actually wrote the one of my favourite lines in this you had such beautiful eyes, it's hard to tell when they're covered in flies. <laughs> it's just insane. It's poetic, poetic. Like, I mean, some of my favourite tracks on this, like American Werewolf in London. Um, I love that
0: one. Again, there's loads of film references. Yeah. That are all in there. Kind of
1: classic Wednesday sort yeah. of horror punk sound. Um, single, which I think is the first Wednesday video that featured a clown,
0: mm.
1: is my Home Sweet Homicide, which is an absolutely amazing single.
0: It is, but... I also feel, at least back in the day, it was overplayed a lot. And I think I think it was Scuzz rather than Kerrang that mm. always had the video on. Yeah. So for me, it just became a bit overplayed. And I also don't like clowns. So I don't like the video. <laughs> Although I don't mind, as clowns go, I don't mind the one in this video as much as some clowns.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of like, When I was kind of like talking almost like a glam sort of sound, another great track, Happily Ever Cadaver. Yes. is It's almost like, Sweet and status quo. If they were to write a horror,
0: yeah, a horror, I song. see that,
1: and it's all about necrophilia. So, can't go wrong there. <laughs> oh. Um, my, I mean, one of my all-time favorite tracks as well is Haddonfield. That's
0: yeah, that's what I was going to mention.
1: It is just perfect. It's, I mean, it's one of my favorite horror films mm. of all time. Uh, it's Halloween. For anybody who doesn't know, it's about Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: The original that is not the shitty remakes that Rob Zombie did. No offense, Rob. <laughs> but why? Why was this not used in the remakes?
0: I don't. This know, would have been perfect. Yeah, you'd have thought like, like you, you
1: know, know. Like, as the end song. Yeah. Or like, as a credit song, this would have been spot on because it's about. Yeah, Adam Field.
0: It would have made sense, wouldn't it? But, but yeah, that's one of my all-time favorites as well. Like same reasons as you, really. It just ties in with the film as well so perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've mentioned all my other favourites. Another one that I prefer the acoustic of, though, is Curse of Me.
1: Okay, yeah. I see that.
0: Still love the studio version, but yeah. The acoustic one's just got an extra twist to it that I like.
1: One I'm surprised that didn't get released as a single, and I think could have had a great video, was Till Death Does Party. Yeah. Which is about another horror film, Friday the 13th.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hmm.
1: And I I think they could have made a great video for that. And in Europe as well, this got a bonus track of R A M O N E S.
0: It did, yeah. Which is cover.
1: Yeah, it's a cover of um The Ramones. It's not. It? No. It's um Lemmy. Lemmy wrote Lemmy wrote the song Ramones.
0: Did he? I thought Ramones did it. Yes, so turns out Kevin was right on that one. There is also a track on the North American one, which I've not heard, which is Burn the Flames, which is a Rocky Erickson cover.
1: Yeah, I've not heard that either. Okay. At least it must mean something to the American market more. Maybe. Than it would hear. Let's
0: yeah. see if anyone's released it on YouTube, actually. I don't know why I've never looked it up before. Yeah. Anywho. But yeah, there was only actually one single release, wasn't there? From Fang Bang. Home yeah,
1: movie. which was Homesweet Homswad. Amazing album. I, I really love that one.
0: I think we're going to say that about quite a few.
1: Quite a few, yeah, that's true.
0: Next album then is Skeletons 2008. And for me, this is where he took a bit of a darker turn and things got more, i say, consistently heavier through the album.
1: Definitely darker. I think more serious. Yeah. Just so much more serious, much serious than serious. the other
0: stuff. Yeah, kind of more personal with some of the lyrics, less horror film reference. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's not a lot. I mean, for me, there's a couple of really standout tracks, which is the title track, Skeletons. Yeah, because that is so good, and it's the Return of the Clown in the video.
0: Yes, we don't talk about the clown anymore.
1: <laughs> and it's it's weird as well the video actually, because it's complete con. Like the video's quite humorous, Mm. you know, like a horror kind of humor to it. Yeah but the song isn't.
0: It's very much It's not, very it? yeah. much the opposite, yeah. And I think when I read about Wednesday talking about the song in an interview, it's definitely quite a dark, bleak song.
1: Yeah. Even it, if it's
0: not immediately apparent.
1: Yeah, the song is just so much the opposite. It's a bit crazy. Uh, another one that I really do like is My Demise.
0: I love that one, and I love the acoustic of it as well because it's got that yeah. creepier. Um, but again, another very personal song.
1: yeah. It's interesting. It mixes in like acoustic in places, doesn't it? Yeah. I reckon it's just, I love love its oddness. It's like the lyrics are so bleak, but the guitar's quite upbeat. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just a, a nice contrast.
0: I do like those kind of contrasts in a the song there.
1: Yeah. And this is almost like if Wednesday 13 uh, did Bowie.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what it reminds yeah, me yeah, of. I can hear that. I, I, can, I can just see that being mm. what it would be.
0: Um, I also love Screen Baby Screen, the opening track.
1: Yeah, it is a great opener, actually. And, it, and that sets the tempo good.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then um, Put Your Death Mask On. I just love the bassline chugginess of
1: that Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, that is a good track.
0: found it hard to pick from this one some favourites because I love all of them.
1: Hmm. I, I know you listened to this a lot when it came out. It, it was just constant for you wasn't
0: it yeah still it still is well yeah yeah it's definitely an unskippable one for me
1: next album then three years later was Calling All Corpses
0: yeah this was a bit of a weird period because he kind of went off and did his kind of glam thing with Gunfire 76 hmm. between times reformed Murder Dolls and then came out with this as Wednesday
1: yeah yeah it's it's bit, you, you can feel the album is a little bit mixed in places
0: yeah I think that's what yeah, <laughs> one of my comments was It's a strange mix.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one of the things actually I wanted to say, the intro to this, Blood Fades to Black, is one of my favourite intros that he's done. Mm. And I've kind of like from this point onwards, all of his intros have been so good.
0: Yeah, it's like kind of
1: It's almost like a signature. thing. A thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think it really started around this album.
0: Yeah, it's the first time it I remember it. Yeah. I think the other ones up now they're straight into the tracks.
1: Yeah, and it mm. I don't know whether that's kind of like to set the stage for live shows because yeah. there's always a bit of theatrics.
0: Yeah, a lot of bands do that, don't they? They have like an intro track on the album and that's like their, their intro. Their, their that- walk-on, yeah. Kind of thing, yeah.
1: And yet, these just one of the things I want to say about the intros because they are so good um, from this album onwards. And it feels like this one goes more like back to the styles that Wednesday did on the first two albums. You know, with some of the titles, the play on words, It's it seems yeah. closer to that than Skeletons.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a, a mix of the two, but more earlier stuff.
1: Like Miss Morgue feels yeah. more like original yeah. Wednesday, it films, all, all like the Wednesday the 13 stuff.
0: School of My Dreams again. Yeah. It's got those twists on the titles, has not it? And,
1: and, yeah, like London After Midnight, which is, again, more like the Wednesday I was kind of used to listening to. Yeah. And because of the... F- five-year gap between this and the stuff he was doing on Fang Bang? You know, like that kind of parody sort of Mm. piece. Is it the way that the music scene changed and this was him kind of trying to evolve and adapt to it? Because from 06 to 11, the styles of music are very different.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I think he was just going through that weird... Don't know because he'd got the other bands going on as well in that in yeah. between time? It was almost like he was
1: not sure not what sure. he was doing. Yeah. yeah.
0: But then, interestingly, this is like the first album that's got the most consistent lineup with the band, rest of the band. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was l there's been a lot of lineup changes over the years. Yeah, and it has got a great track on it called "Something Wicked This Way Comes,"
0: I love which that I one. think is yeah. the best
1: track on this album.
0: Yeah, that's noted as one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, it, it's a standout track absolute standout and um, yeah I'm I'm just kind of it's a bit of a confusing album isn't it
0: yeah I think that's why it, it never really grasped me as much as other stuff. it always, it didn't pass me by as such but I never really talked to it as much but I do love Ghoul of My Dreams and We All Die yeah it probably is my favourite and I Want to Be Cremated which obviously is a homage to the Ramones yes leave <laughs> that there
1: one of the other things as well, I, I've not wrote this down, but I had kind of noted it to talk about that the CD was mastered by the guy who by a guy who's worked with Marilyn Manson, Manic Nails, Rob Zombie, Ministry, mm, and yeah. also if you look at the artwork for Calling All Corpses,
0: mm.
1: it reminds me so much of oh, what was the Marilyn Manson album? for it Spooky Kids? Oh. It smells like smells like children.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, smells like it milk. is very like
0: that. Just the greenness.
1: It's the it's the green. It's, it's the, the megaphone. The hand and the, the top hat. hat. Yeah,
0: yeah. But also, maybe is there a hint of wonker in there as well? Creepy Wonkiness.
1: <laughs> well, very possibly.
0: Yeah.
1: Next album then, 2013, The Dixie Dead. This me is re- kind of like a return to form.
0: Yeah, I I put back to form. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I think it's actually one of the best best albums he's done. Um. I'd actually forgotten how good this album was.
0: I had as well. We listened to it a lot when it came out because we went to this tour, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of back to being heavier again, more on the side of skeletons Yeah, at times, that darker side to things. And one thing that stood out for me on this album was how much better the guitars were from this yeah. point onwards. I know Roman joined for the last album, but I feel like his kind of guitar playing... On this, Influent, really is, stands is, out is a lot more. Some of the solos that you've got in this, no offense to Wednesday and previous guitar playing, but um, yeah, it just seems to stand out another level.
1: Mm. And yeah, like tracks on this that are really good, like the intro again, Death or Eyes, I love that. Yeah, Bloodsucker feels more like Wednesday 13, after, you know, after the last couple of albums mm-hmm. or whatever. Get Your Grave
0: on, that's a classic,
1: yeah. One of the best tracks on the album. I'd possibly say of all time.
0: Yeah.
1: I rate it that highly. And of the tracks that kind of stand out. Too Fast for Blood. <laughs> Ming," I absolutely love.
0: That's a good one, isn't it? I remember seeing that live on that tour as well. Yeah. Yeah, Helming, you have to, don't
1: you? <laughs> uh, Coming Attractions is kind of like put into the middle of this, and it sounds just like a movie trailer.
0: It does. It's one of those that... Uh... Again, quite a lot of bands sometimes do that little interlude in the middle. Yeah. But it really suits it on this album.
1: And then you've got the title track The Dixie Dead. Yeah. And Ghost Stories, again, really good tracks on this.
0: Yeah. Ghost Stories is another of those that works really well acoustically.
1: Yeah. And um, it's interesting how many for how many of the tracks do work as acoustics too.
0: Yeah. I also love Fuck You in Memory of And the lyrics Uh, of that as well, they really remind me very similar to kind of Bad Things. Yes. That kind of, you know.
1: I have noticed through the albums there's a lot of self-referencing and some of the guitar chords are very self-referencing as well in certain songs.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of those almost callbacks and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Between tracks. And from kind of this point onwards as well, it's been more consistent with like every two years roughly an album. Yeah. Again, so 2015, 2015. Was Monsters of the Universe come out and plague, which is another one that remind me a bit of Calling All Corpses. It's a bit of a mixed one, yes. Yeah, for me, there's a lot of sci-fi themery. thats a the word—kind of going through it in terms of song titles and lyrics, and some bits are quite electronic. It's, it's very... almost like he was experimenting again.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's a very experimental album, and I think it was kind of like testing the waters to see which way to sort of take it. Mm. And again, possibly that the music scene had changed again. Possibly. Because it, it would kind of fit in that sort of time period.
0: Yeah, in terms of standout tracks, there's not loads on this one for me. Keep Watching the Skies, I really like, and Astro Psycho, and Come Out on Plague. Hmm. I love Watching You Die. That one is quite kind of goth electro. It reminded me almost like 80s kind of synthy sounds Yeah, going through that one as well.
1: Yeah, kind of that dark wave sort of. Mm. sound
0: yeah but again it's one of those that is probably my least listened to Mm. overall
1: okay then on to 2017 for condolences and this again is a bit of a weird album because it seems to mix all of the previous stuff
0: yeah with a kind (laughs) of new vibe for me again it was kind of i think this and the next album particularly was kind of experimented it was getting all theatrical wasn't he? with yeah. the live show and we saw him it's when he headlined the Dog Tooth at Download wasn't it when this album was there
1: yeah. which, which was exceptional and I remember reading a review of that talk, you know when he mm. did that show and somebody said do you remember him playing uh, what was it I love to say fuck. yeah on the bit where everybody's going fuck fuck
0: fuck, fuck. The classic ending yeah of a Wednesday show
1: apparently because we were right at the front weren't yeah. we yeah Apparently, people could hear it outside the tent and people just couldn't physically get in the tent. He he basically sold the tent out.
0: Yeah, I remember reading that. Well, to be honest, we went in, didn't we? I can't remember who was on before him.
1: Was that the year we watched Idols?
0: Yeah, but I don't think they were on before Wednesday. We just watched them anyway. I can't remember now who was on before him, but we went in, I think, as they were finishing. And so we kind of pretty much got, not on the barrier, but really close and then we'd stood the whole gap between band, didn't we? Yeah. And I just remember turning round at one point and I couldn't see a way out. And I was like, no, just face the front. <laughs> Don't <laughs> think <laughs> about how squashed in you are. Um, yeah, it was heat. Yeah, people couldn't get in. Which is quite nice to hear. Yeah. It's very often. Yeah. It's us that go and get in. It's usually left it too late. So I was like, you know, we're here.
1: Yeah, and apparently it sounded like a kind of Tourette's convention outside <laughs> the tent.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know, it's just I went to the end of the show, in it, but yeah. If you
1: anyway, back to the album. Back so to the album, it, yeah, yeah. I, I thought this started off kind of very Rob Zombie-ish.
0: Yeah, I remember because he released "What the Night Brings" as a single first, didn't he? And yeah. we were like, "Oh, this is different."
1: Yeah, I actually, I do well, in a good way. Yeah, I do like that.
0: But it was very different to previous stuff as a standalone track to hear first, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's it, it kind of. For me, it kind of moved more to a sort of like mid-period Wednesday 13.
0: Yeah, and then you've got kind of hints of some kind of Cradle-esque vibes coming through on a couple of tracks.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels one of the heaviest albums.
0: Yeah, and darkest.
1: And, yeah, and the guitars feel a lot fatter. Mm. With the drum as well, it kind of feels like thrashing places. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's just a lot quicker than last previous albums and it, it kind of changes after like the last three or four songs kind of mixes mm. it up again it's, it's just a, a very strange kind of mix to it
0: yeah i found in particular like, the trap blood sick that within the song kind of blends old and new wednesday
1: yeah yeah that that is another one i like down there so, and then, kind of like the later songs in the album, like "Cruel to You," "Condolences," "Death Infinity." Mm. I think are all great tracks as well.
0: Yeah, I like "Cruel to You." "Good Riddance" is another of my favorites. Yeah, and "The Lonesome Road to Hell" as well. But yeah, as well, this was the first album that he did when he signed to Nuclear Blast for a couple of albums, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that didn't go well, did it?
0: I don't think so. No. Not yeah, he said since, but. But at the same time, obviously, the more theatrical stuff, I don't know whether he, as a result of that, had more budget to do. Theatrical The kind stuff, of the yeah. theatrical, walking backwards, face masks yeah, that, that was he was whitted, doing yeah. through this and kind of the next album as well.
1: Then the next one, as you've kind of brought it up, was Necrophase in 2019, which opens with Alice Cooper. Yes. It's so really- it's kind of like the two per... It's the two perfect people to put together anywhere. It's just so good.
0: I know. I'd forgot about that. And it's just, yeah, a dream combination. And obviously Wednesday is a... Alex Goop fan must have loved doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of... It's like being a kid in a sweet shop, that one, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. And it starts with Necrophase, which is really good. Great intro. And then Into Bring Your Own Blood.
0: That's a very old-vibed one for me. It is. I love that one. Yeah, it's
1: really good. In fact, the... I think for me the first five tracks are just kind of standout ones.
0: Yeah, I love Zodiac.
1: Yeah, I get yeah, same here. Zodiac's it's just, amazing.
0: It's just the way it's got that audio in it, and yeah, the way it kind of builds and it's creepy and it's yeah, yeah. obviously about a serial killer. So what's not to love?
1: Actually, one thing I will say as well, track four, I do like track four, but it's got Christina Skabir yeah, from Lacuna Coil. Mm. I think it's a bit unnecessary her being on it. I, I don't think it adds to it.
0: See, I think it works really well. Ooh. This is obviously the first album where he's had duets on it.
1: Yeah, like yeah, and sort of like proper guest vocals.
0: No, i I've said I think this works really well, her vocals mixing in with it. Maybe they're not necessary, but I think it does work.
1: Yeah, I, it, it just, those bits don't do it for me. I think the song itself is really good, but mm. it's just that added layer I don't think it's needed. Okay. Mm, controversial.
0: Yeah. Um, Decompose is another favourite.
1: Yep. Really good one. track.
0: Bury the Hatchet. Again, that's got some old school vibes going through yes, it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And then Animal, Foot Like a Beast, Wednesday Covering Wasp with Alexi Leho, bless him. Yeah. Another duet, which I think again works really well.
1: No, that, that one that one does. I'll give yeah. you that. Um, I
0: think overall it's another one that's a bit of a weird mixed strength. it has
1: got a mix of stuff like yeah
0: yeah and he was still kind of in that theatrical stage phase we saw him it was the static x support wasn't it we saw
1: yes static
0: static
1: x soil and dope dope yeah did dope open
0: dope opened then soil then wednesday then static x yeah and then obviously we had a lockdown and nothing was released but wednesday did then at this point set up his patreon And was doing regular lives and all sorts of random stuff to
1: keep... There was a lot of shit going on. He
0: was doing loads. He set up Wednesday's World (laughs) and various tiers of patreon that you got. Well, it's still there, but yeah, he made the most of lockdown and didn't just sit and do nothing. He kept himself very busy. Yeah. With lots of stuff for the fans.
1: And it led to, ultimately, Horrifier.
0: Yeah, moved to Napalm Records and this came out in 2022.
1: And starts with Severed, yeah. which is another great intro.
0: Yes, absolutely. We did do a full review of this when it was released, actually, because we were... Yeah, watching. we did. Yeah. yeah so if you want a full track by buy track on this, go back to October 2022. Can't tell yeah. you the episode number.
1: Yeah. And I think we said at the time we thought it was amazing. It was like good Wednesday 13 again. It
0: was like it'd gone properly full on back to the old sound and theme yeah
1: and it's like the screeching guitars the stuff like you're so hideous that sing-along lovely high kind of pitched guitar uh good day to be a gap a bad guy it just i
0: love that one that it's just...
1: like a, an updated version of a classic wednesday 13 song
0: it is definitely yeah we said that at the start. it's just a sing-along as well in it
1: yeah Return to Haddonfield is like another nod back to like his previous stuff.
0: Yeah, it sounds very similar to the original Haddonfield, and then the lyrics are very similar, as obviously. Yeah. As well. But yeah, it's like a sequel to a song.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Christine. Yeah. Another classic film referred to. And Inside's Out, which is the first single he released as well, which I think is a beautiful single yeah. as well. Um, but that's just got a really cool, creepy video.
1: It's got Halfway to the Grave, which is a weird one because it's kind of switches pace and it's like Wednesday 13 doing Wasp or Motley Crue.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what it's like. It, it's, it kind of goes very glam from out of nowhere. Yeah. It just goes very glam.
0: Eight is glam sleaze, kind of. And then obviously the last track, or the Side. Yeah. Which is the first time it's really done a kind of almost oh, a ballad, isn't it? And obviously a tribute to Joey and his mum. Yeah. They passed away quite close together. Reminds me a lot of Ozzy's See You on the Other Side. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's Randy Rhodes, that you read that
1: about. I think, like this one, this song is genuinely heartbreaking.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's the perfect song to end the album on.
0: I remember when I listened to it, because I'd not listened to it for a little while, I was like, oh, God, how sad it was. And it's almost like, not that his other stuff isn't genuine, but it's like a genuinely... Heartfelt song with no kind of humor or creepiness or yeah other twists added to it. It's just
1: it's like the stuff he did in Skeletons, but it's but it feels real. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. It, it just it's something very close to him, mm. and that you can really feel it in that song. And I, th- I think for this album, it's just a great mix and shows kind of like what made him stand out in those early days.
0: Yeah. And he's stood the test of time. He's he's kind of off, gone off on different tangents and experimented with different yeah. things, but he's kind of come back now to where it all began.
1: Yeah, and it's like I think this is one of the the albums that's got the strongest guitars, drums, songwriting. Yeah, it? I think it, it's just a lot tighter.
0: Yeah, and it's self produced as well, isn't yeah. it? Which we discussed when we first reviewed it, and
1: so there we go. I hope it
0: carries on the scene. See what album ten brings. All right, so...
1: Time to rank them.
0: So we're going from nine...
1: Nine up to one.
0: Nine to one. Time for the reveal. In ninth place, your ninth Wednesday 13 album is...
1: Monsters of the Universe.
0: Mine's Calling All Corpses.
1: Wow, that's really interesting.
0: Is it? Hmm. Okay.
1: What's your number eight?
0: Monsters of the Universe.
1: So we're both saying that's quite low down on the rankings then. Mine is condolences. Oh. Oh, is it high on yours?
0: What's your number seven?
1: This is going to terrify you. Skeletons.
0: doesn't terrify me, it horrifies me. Horrifier. My number seven is condolences. Mm Hmm.
1: What's your number six?
0: Necrophase.
1: My number six is necrophase. We've got a match. We've got a match, finally. We've
0: been close-ish on some of them. Yeah. Your number five is?
1: Calling all corpses.
0: Mine is Dixie Dad.
1: Hmm. What's your number four? Horrifier. Mine is Dixie Dad. Oh. So they're, they're quite close.
0: Yeah. What's your number three? Horrifier. My number three is Fang Bang.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Now, I wonder if this is going to be a match. What's your number two?
0: Transylvania. I
1: Mine is Transylvania 90210, oh, which means
0: your number one is Fang Bang. My number one is skeletons.
1: Yeah, I thought you'd have skeletons high. I didn't think it'd be your number one.
0: I think as a whole album, it, it it's very close. Mm. It, it was very close. That the lower end was easier to do.
1: Yeah, I like, agree.
0: Like nine to six, I think was. Yeah, like
1: I was going to say the same. Easy. Yeah
0: maybe even to five and then it's my top four are very very close and could interchange depending on what mood i'm in to be honest
1: yeah like horrifier the only reason i've got horrifier at three and it's not any higher is because transylvania 90210 was the album that got me into wednesday fang bang was an incredible follow-up album and it seems that i because i've listened to them so much and i've you know, I've loved them for so long, mm. and I still listen to them. Whereas Horrifier is only a year old,
0: yeah, that which
1: would... is the only reason it's not got any higher.
0: Yeah. I mean, Skeletons and Transylvania in particular, I could listen to them all the way through, apart from the Christmas song, and I think that's why Transylvania went to number two. Yeah. As opposed to Skeletons, which I wouldn't skip. And then Fang Bang kind of lost a point for Home Sweet Homeside being overplayed back in 2005 yeah. or six or whenever it was always on. So, you know, the, the very tiny reasons for these placements.
1: Yeah. They, it's all margins, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's just the tiniest of margins. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think we were pretty close on most of the albums. Mm. You know, like, Monsters of the Universe especially, it not being one of the strongest ones, or condolences, yeah, and things like necrophase sort of like fitting in the middle, same mm. same kind of thing with Dixie Dead.
0: Yeah, I think those in particular, like condolences, necrophage, Dixie Dead, have got some real standout tracks. But there are a couple that I can manage without. Yeah, if you know what
1: I mean. Yeah, whereas Th- it, they're
0: still good, but they're not. They're just not out. as good. <laughs> And I think the other thing with Skeletons for me was I loved it when it first came out and then we went to the 10-year Skeleton anniversary show, didn't we, in London? Yes. And listened to it a lot then and just seeing it all live kind of brought it all back. That was the and first we, night, wasn't it? That was the first night and then the second night was the Frankenstein Drag Queens night.
1: Which I actually preferred.
0: Yeah.
1: I I really enjoyed the second night more than the first night.
0: I loved them both for different reasons because I never thought I know it wasn't obviously the original drag queens, but still just seeing Wednesday dressed up yeah. in the attire of Frank's track track Frank Queen like drag queens and yeah. doing the tracks was awesome. Accompanied by Nigel the blow up doll. Yeah. If you were there, you know.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. If you know, you know. That's interesting though. I th- I think there is definitely a potential for a second part to this.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I say we we didn't even mention any of that the EPs. I mean, a lot of the EPs are, are the different versions or just the originals, aren't they? But
1: yeah,
0: we've kind of mentioned a bit of the Undead Unplugged and and the, still
1: the Bourbon Crow stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I meant these are just still literal Wednesday, like
1: yeah, oh yeah,
0: Bucket will do it live, which I love as a live album. But yeah, the Bourbon Crow, the Frankenstein Drag Queen stuff, and
1: Gunfire
0: Seventy Six. Maybe even if we can get hold of some Maniac Spider Trash.
1: That would be different. Imagine. Yeah. Trying um, to that. Jesus.
0: But yeah, there could be a part, maybe episode 213. 213, <laughs> yeah. A long way off. We could do that. Obviously, hopefully, we'll be having a live review again later in the year.
1: Yes, we've got our tickets. So uh, if you've not got yours, go get them. If you've never seen Wednesday and you want to try something different, go get yeah, your tickets.
0: And this will be really good because it's. So, it's doing the Murder Dolls It's play. the Murder Dolls, yeah. Whether he'll be doing, whether he'll do any other stuff, I don't know. I might have a nose at some of the set lists from last year because he did the US Murder Dolls tour. Yeah. Just to see. And on tour with Cradle of Filth, actually, in a few yeah. weeks across Europe.
1: Across Europe, which is, again, it's another perfect combination.
0: Definitely. That would be a good show, wouldn't it? Almost worth trekking out to Europe to see.
1: <laughs> so, like Jam said, we should have a live review once Wednesday's done the UK tour which is later this year, and you've got to get tickets for that. Just go go watch him. You won't regret it. And we're going to stop talking about Wednesday because we will talk about it all night. So instead, what we're going to say is you can find us on Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, and threads at ReadyToMoshCast. We're also on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, ReadyToMosh. Don't forget, give us a five-star rating, and write a nice review. Nobody writes reviews. I want to see some reviews out there. And we'll be back next week with
0: another episode. Bang, bang, bang.